Hey everyone! Hey everyone! Time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website, or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content and invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, which is $3 a month. Here are your hosts. Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, gentlemen. Well, there's there's one. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> He's there. Good evening. Uh, good evening. 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 So uh, I had to go get something important. Okay. What was that? Your blackout coin? No. <laughs> oh, your, you got a blackout coin? Your bur- your your barra your burra ginger root beer. Oh, anchor ginger. Gotcha. It's it's not a alcoholic thing. It's just a regular root beer, but it's got ginger in it. And we, okay, cool. That's, our, that's the root beer of this household. Right, right. I can buy any others. I just have to make sure I have this one for Cheryl. So I kind of stole one of hers. Mm-hmm. So you want a coin? All right. Joe, Joe, I can show you the. I can show you a really cool one. I got several cool ones here. Here's one of my favorite ones right now. That is, that is a good one. There you go. What's cool is on the back, there you go. There's a puzzle on the back, which puzzle there. talk would wouldn't do a wouldn't do a coin without a puzzle on the back. So there's a no. That's puzzle. right. There is a puzzle on the back. Um, and there will be a puzzle. On the shirt, it's in process, but we're excited. Uh, it's taking a little time to get it just perfect, just perfectly done. But I'm very excited about the, the shirt to uh, to get that when it comes out. So, uh, yeah, it ought to be exciting. Um, there's going to be a puzzle built into the shirt, and yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. So crazy shenanigans. So yes, exactly. Um, all right, you well, have like extra holes or something, and you got to figure out how to put it on, right? Yeah, it, it'll, that'll confuse you. You're gonna have to really work hard for that, but it's gonna be acid washed. <laughs> Thank you, Hugh. Yes, I'm it's my birthday, and I'm on a podcast. Can't that, be nothing can be better than that. That's right. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. What is that? You, you can finally buy your own beer at the bar now. Your, yeah, your 21st birthday now. I'm legal and, uh, you know, I got the new, uh, my new driver's license doesn't have my face turned sideways or whatever they do. <laughs> remember, remember the days of being underaged and yeah, absolutely. back in the day, I think they made us turn sideways. I don't remember. I don't know what they did out. Well, you were in Texas for a while, Charles. You, um, yeah, they made you turn your head sideways Yeah, for under 18. Um, and then, um, for a while, they used to have a stamp on it that said under 21. Now they turn them where the driver's licenses are vertical. Oh, really? I think that's the thing now is that the driver's licenses are vertical. Um, like my, they're vertical like my work ID. Uh-huh. 
right? Oh, okay. And then once you're of age, then they turn it this way. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. Anyhow. Um, Anyhow. Anyway. That's right. What do we got news go news wise going? We got news. We got news. Yeah, let, let's let's talk some news. Listen, well, news to me. So we've got it's news to me. Uh, we got the Worldwide Cash Con coming up. Um, let's go ahead and play this since it's uh, kind of fun to watch. This is a uh, the promo for the worldwide cash con here we go what another Derek baker production another Derek baker production here we go This is a range of talent on our show. That's what Derek did. This is what you would have got if I had done it. <laughs> Wait, let's let's see. Let's see that. Let's see that real quick. That's that's important. Yeah, there you go. Worldwide CashCon 2021. A Tom Brotherman production. Production. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. So, Tom, what are we talking about tonight? Uh, Mr. Spock. Live long and prosper. Well, no, it's it's logical. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Are you crazy? Um, yes, uh, very much so. Um, so tonight's um, we're going to focus on logic puzzles, um, which should be um, a fun deal. Um, we'll start the show off with a couple of caveats. The majority of the cache pages we're going to show you tonight and the caches that we're going to work through um, don't have a whole lot of fines on them, right? And part of that is probably because um, cachers tend to shy away from these, um, especially the way that a lot of the cache pages are set up. So we're going to start off kind of easy and build into some of this, uh, but... In the show notes, we do have a, um, a good number of resources so that if you are short on your logic puzzle knowledge on how to do it, um, I've got some resources that are posted up in there so that you can um, get in there and, and start to learn some of this and start to solve some of these puzzles. So definitely make sure that if you're short on your logic puzzle kind of know how, or if you get to one and you're like, I have no clue where to even start with this, um, refer back to our show notes. They're going to be available after the show on the website and check out those links that are on there for solving logic puzzles. Um, the wiki how is, is a good 
resource that has a lot of pictures in it. Um, some of the other, the other two don't have quite as much um, pictures, um, but it is a good place to um, start. So there you have that. Yeah, I, I like what you're going to do tonight in the fact that you're going to show them a couple of them that have that. And then from that, if you run across any of these in the future, you kind of know, you have the, the tools to know what you want to do if you don't have it. Like, you'll show them the tools, and then when you run across one that doesn't have it, you kind of know how to build the tool. Right, Exactly. Um, so these very much are old school pen and paper um, type puzzles. You can do it in Excel. There are other, you can do it on the computer. I do um, a good number of mine in, um, if I, if they're, if the cache page already has a pre-built logic puzzle grid for me, right. then I'll save that photo and open it in um, Microsoft Paint and then do it that way. There's a ton of ways to do these, so none of them are are, are wrong. Um, it's a way, not the way. Um, See, so the people in the the chat room are obviously similar to me. I have trouble with them too, but um, Tom loves these. Direwolf said logic puzzles. Don't like well, does he like them or does Cheryl like them? Well, that one kind, and we talked about earlier, Cheryl likes. Yeah, I, I farm that out to her because that's, that's her thing. <laughs> I farm that out to her. It, it's not that I couldn't do it. It's that she can do it faster, and she likes doing them. So. Yeah, well, there you go. And we're going to – we'll show that one um, at the end. Yeah. Um, and, and it is a logic puzzle, but it is a different kind of logic puzzle. And then after we show that one – We've got some other logic puzzles to um, share, so don't go anywhere. It's going to be a long show, but strap in, get you a, a frosty beverage, and uh, we'll we'll jump right on into this. Yep. Um, so let me share my screen. This is um, going to be GC five six P zero. F and so let's yeah I'm going to um, I'll put in the I'll put the notes in there put in the show in the chat room as well so people can kind of cut and paste that and okay so this is a difficulty two terrain one and a half so if you are if you need a logic puzzle to start with this is going to be the go-to to start with um this one is still an active cache so we're not going to go into too much of it but yep, yep. Uh, we are going to scroll down and show you these five statements right here mm-hmm those oh, look at that on the side of the geocaching.com, by the look way. Look at that. That's us. <laughs> um, wow, what do you know? Commercial, the, a, a commercial worthwhile on a geocaching.com website. That's wow. right. Um, right there. These five lines in the cache page are 
the five lines that you're going to have to read through over and over and over again until you solve the puzzle. Right. Um, this one is a good one because it gives you the this paragraph this paragraph right above them that starts with last Sunday. Right. That kind of gives you the layout for what you're going to need to to look for in some of these puzzles down the road so that you can build your puzzle square. <laughs> Direwolf, you can hit the X on the ad. No, you cannot hit the X on the ad, Direwolf. No, no. You leave those alone. <laughs> um, Sorry. So this one tells you that you're going to have five geocachers who are out hiding new caches. Um, they place them all in a different location. So you have five different locations, and they all hit them at five different times. Right. So, you know that you have three groups of five to work with. But once you know this, yeah. like, how do you set your puzzle up for that? Well, thankfully, this cash owner set it up for you already. So when you scroll down here, you have your five geocachers right here on the upper left. And then you have the five places that they hid geocaches at and then you have uh, both the top and the bottom the time that the geocaches were hidden right mm -hmm. uh, that way you can say bookish 33 hid his in joshua tree at one o'clock but you can also come down and say the joshua tree cache was hidden by bookish 33 at one o'clock right so you're right. once you figure out how to work through the um, the the five phrase the five logic puzzle phrases that they give you that teach you how to um, or that tell you which ones you have to deduct out um, right. then it's as easy as putting like X's and O's or check marks or um, Tom how do you what do you normally do to mark these for you do you do X's and O's I do it in Excel and I fill in the blank. So, okay. okay. I'll color in a thing. Okay. Now, some hey. of them, though, Charles, you might, I mean, I know we're, we don't want to jump ahead, but some of them, though, you might want to maybe read ahead so you know that it's not just an either or, maybe it's some other kind of info. But anyway, we'll get to that later. Right. Some of these will tell you, like, all right, so let's look at line five right here. Bookish hid her cash before Kurt Gibson, but not on a fence post, right? right. So we already Bookish did not hide theirs on the fence post. So you can, mm -hmm. you know, however you want to mark this out. So there are some that are inclusive and some that are exclusive. Right. Um, that, that may give you a hint either way um, for that. Um so you know that Bookish hid their cash before Kirk Gibson. So what time over here could they not have hidden their cash at? Right. They couldn't have hit it at nine o'clock because if they hit it at nine o'clock, there's no time slot after that for Kirk Gibson to hide a cash. Right. 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 So Kirk Gibson at least has to be at the latest is 9 p.m. Um so that means that bookish 33 is either one, two, six, or seven 
but you got to read through the rest of the puzzles to figure out, you know, the rest of the statements to figure out where that may be. Right. Yeah. Kath uses uh, her legend. She uses is X for correct and dash for incorrect, but there you go. And, and right. It's, it's again, it's a way, not the way. Yeah. Right. There's no right or wrong to this. You color it in, you color it with colors, the greens and reds um, right. and, and yellow. Right. Yeah. Gr green is, you know, it red is you don't yellow is maybe. Right. Yeah. Um, and then at the bottom of this, they'll tell you um, A equals the time that Morning Fox hid their cash. Um, B equals this, C equals this, and D equals this, and E equals that. And then you got to come back up and figure out where to plug in, or maybe you don't, um, where A, B, C. Um, yeah. Oh, here it is. So here's your A, B, C. Um, DCE. So there's where you put in your uh, decodes. Obviously, you got one, two, six, seven, and nine are going in those six spaces somewhere. So um, that's this is a good one to start with if you're not so familiar with logic puzzles. Um, right. Well, and the other thing too is that we are always wanting people to not only we want to help people not only find puzzle caches, we want them to hide puzzle caches. So right, exactly. You look, right. You can look at something like that and you can start to develop a cache page off of it. And these uh, Tom would probably agree are some of the easiest puzzles to go ahead and mimic because you don't have to do anything except change the numbers. Once you find a hiding spot for this that at least fits, you know, the the puzzle portion where you only have, you know, five different characters in your last three digits of your east and west or your north and west um, or south and east or whichever hemisphere you're in, um, it's fairly easy to rewrite this for just to redo the times, right? Some yeah. guy named Memphis Mafia thinks they're the best. So, oh, I just Not sure who he is, but oh, that's Jesse. That one from Louisiana is not on this list. I was going to say that was one I was going to copy here. That well, yeah, I was just going. I was just going to change the. Well, send it to me, and I can add it. Yeah, I'll get. I'll get it found found for you here in a minute. Okay. Um, but like this one here, one of the things about hiding it that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, that I noticed real quick because it was I was going to bring it up at the end of the show on the last one we had on the list. Is this guy when he made his puzzle used local cashier local cashier names? So oh, you've you already got five people hooked that they've got to solve it and go find it. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't even thought I'd to scroll down far enough to see um, who found it. Um, but that's kind of funny that. You know, Darwell throwing shade at Memphis. Only a lover of where I goes would make a such a statement. So, which is funny. We'll talk about where I goes in a little bit, but that's for later in the show. That's right. Later in the show. That's not for another show. That's for later in the show. <laughs> um, 
All right, so the next one that we're going to look at has been archived. And so we're going to do a little more into it right here at the beginning. Um, but it is a the same kind of situation. So let me share my screen with the next one. <laughs> he uses so, rings for his local cashers. That's when go, Dan. That's good. Um, so like I said, this one has been archived. It was in uh, Nacogdoches, Texas. Um, I found it back in 2013 when I was going to school there. Um, was one of the last caches that I found uh, while I was still living in Nacogdoches before I graduated and moved away. Um, okay. Axum Jacks. But this one is the same way. So the um, cash owner has given you the puzzle and the clues over here um, for how to solve this. Um, um, I'll put the GC code up to just... Yeah, I'm sorry. That's GC10GKM. It's called Driving Test, and it's an archived cache. Yeah, I'll throw that up there just so people can f play along at home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so once you get this, if you um, save this image, because you can click on it, and it'll make the image bigger. If you save the blown-up version of this, um, then you can have it to work for um, on your computer. So we're going to hop out of this real quick. I've already got a portion of this um, completed. Uh, so we're going to hop over to my MS Paint and... That's a good idea. I never thought of. I think I would just make some sort of crude version of it, but it'd probably be better to. I do MS Paint. It's it again. It's a way, not the way. There are plenty yeah, of ways. I like I like the idea though. Um, for you to do this, yeah. So, um, and that is my circle gets the square. Sure. All right. So, when you sit here and start this at the beginning, when who found 11 finds arrived 20 minutes arrived in 20 minutes at an average speed of 48 kilometers per hour. Well, when you sit there and say, when had 11 finds, you can come down here to win right. and, and put right here in the 11 finds box that he had 11 finds. So nobody else None of these other people can have 11 fines. So you, whatever it is that you use to mark them as no, right? Whether it's a dash, um, you mark the color in the squares red. I put X's in them um, right. and, and O's in the good ones, um, you know, or in the ones that I know. So yeah. then win can't be in any of these other cash fines because it only has 11. Right. Per the state, per the statement. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, he arrived in uh, 20 minutes at an average speed of 48 kilometers per hour. Well, the distance driven is there's a it's in miles. So 
you've got to do some math conversion. I know some of y'all are like uh, math conversions, <laughs> but, but the but the cash owner helps you out here because down oh, here cool. at the bottom they did put five miles equals eight kilometers, right? So five miles an hour equals eight kilometers an hour, right? Ac- according to this puzzle, right? So don't oh. don't don't come That's back at true. me. I haven't done the math to, <laughs> to actually double check this. Right. And so don't come back mad at me and say, Charles, you know, five miles an hour is really eight point whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the puzzle creator said five miles is eight kilometers per hour. Um, in, case, in case you're wondering, uh, Charles, I know you weren't, but it's 8.04672 according to Google. Right, right. So I knew that it wasn't a, a solid <laughs> round number like that. It's no. close enough, but here's a, here's a here's a nice puzzle trick you could put on there. You could make it up. You could say five miles is or five mi- uh, five miles is seven kilometers. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't. But, but that's irrelevant in your make puzzle. Your, it is. <laughs> make you make your own measurement instead right. of miles or kilometers. You're you can you seven Freds or something. You're going right. to throw off people though, which is the fun of puzzles is people are going to go, that's completely wrong. Five miles is not, you know, is not seven kilometers. You're like, it is in this world. Right. I, I just, I just know going from miles to kilometers, you double it and add 20. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> double it and add 20. All right. So state clue number two is the person with five fines came a shorter distance than Wally, right? So that means that Wally up here at the top cannot have five fines, mm-hmm. right? That also right. means that that Wally cannot go a sh- – that, um, and it, they, they came a shorter distance than Wally. So that means that Wally cannot go the shortest distance because somebody, at least one person, came a shorter distance came a shorter distance than Wally. So you come over here to your five and you come down to five miles. Wait, they could have done that. We don't know which one Wally is. We'll hang out. Um, So then you go to question three, the person with zero fines covered as many miles as Winnie drove in kilometers. Right. So here's, here's the, the conversion part of this. Right, so you have to figure out how far Winnie went. How far Winnie went in miles, even oh. though the person who had zero fines covered as many miles as Winnie drove kilometers. Right, so now you have to convert kilometers to miles, and um. But for that's how many fines they had. So you got to make sure you keep track of. Right. So Winnie does not have zero fines, right? right. So you can put an X there um, for Winnie. She does not have zero fines, right? Yep. And so the person who does have zero fines covered as many miles as Winnie drove kilometers. So you convert miles to kilometers. Well, 25 miles, according to this five equals eight, right? Right. So you do 
25 miles is the same as 40 kilometers, right? Yep. So the person with zero fine covered as many miles as when he drove kilometers. Well, zero fines has to have the is the 25 mile mark, and Winnie is 40. Right? Did I do that right? Did I do that wrong? Anyhow, um, you've got to. Um, oh, maybe that's I got it the other way. Drove as many miles as when he drove kilometers. So 25 miles is 40 kilometers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and so then you go down to question four, and the person with only one fine came only half as far as Wanda. Um, so when you sit here and look at this, um, five is half of 10, and 25 is half of 50. So Wanda or the person with one find could not have been 40 miles because there's no half of right 40 on the list. So once you get all the way through this and you figure out, Oh, well then you start back up at the top because some of the questions will have information that you didn't use the first time around or that you didn't know how to use, or like Tom said, was a maybe is the, is the yellow, if you're going to use red, green, and yellow, those are your yellow squares when you go through it initially. Right, Right. Tom? Yep. Makes sense. So once you get through it one time, you go back to the beginning and start reading because we didn't, we didn't use this second part of this initially. The win arrived 20 minutes at an average speed of 48 kilometers per hour, right? Yeah. So you've got to convert that 48 kilometers per hour over to miles per hour, right? And then do 20 minutes of it, right? Right. And so 48 kilometers per hour divided by eight, is it going to be by eight? I would use eight. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably right. why they did that too. It just made right. It and so it's going to convert you back over to um, your miles that way. So it's it's just one of those things that you, you've got to use the math that the person, that the puzzle creator gave you. Mm-hmm. And as you read through these, you cycled back around through them a lot like a Sudoku puzzle. Right. You, you go through the puzzle and then you start over again. And then you right. start over again um, until you have it complete. Right. Um, and then to get the coordinates for that, they give you the coordinates down here at the bottom. Um, so it's North 3135, Wally's cash finds, Wanda's cash finds, <laughs> and then Wilf's cash finds. And then West, Winnie's cash finds, and Wynn's cash finds. So... Um, you can sit here and look at this and see that um, right. Winnie and Wynn's cash finds um, cover double digits, at least one of them. One of them has to be the 11 finds, right? Sure. Winnie, Winnie or Wynn. So you already know that Wally, if you looked at this at the beginning, you know that Wally, Wanda, and Wilf cannot be in the 11 finds category. Because one of these two has to, right? 
Okay, yeah, I follow you now. Yeah. And so there, there are clues everywhere in these logic puzzles. If you look at it, you can you can deductively reason that Wally, Wanda, and Wilf all have to have single digit cash fines. Yep. And either Winnie or Win. In this case, we know that it is Win because it gave it gave us that in the first line of the clue has eleven fines. So this is one that um, is archived, but I've got the um, solution still for this one. Yep. Um, so if anybody wants is has done the first one and has worked through this one, um, and this one was a uh, was a difficulty. Was it a four? Difficult. Uh, let's take a look. I I pulled the cash page down, so. Hang on. No, I, 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 yeah, so it's a difficulty four. Four, three. Um, yeah. Right, and a terrain of three. So if you want, if some of our followers and watchers and listeners want to go through the logic puzzle, um, go through it and you can email us um, your answer. Dun, 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 where's our. I put it up. Oh, yeah, so puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to double check your coordinates, you can send them my way and I will double check them for you um, and let you know whether you were correct or not yep. um, and whatnot. So if you want to work through that and and send a, a coordinate check email, I'll be more than happy to uh, respond to you and let you know um, whether you were uh, correct or not. Yep. Unfortunately, that one didn't have a checker on it, so. No, that one was Charles will, be, Charles will be your checker. Yeah, that one was published in 2007 by a cashier named CDC, and then um, adopted by Jackrock. When I found it, the inside of the cache had, you know, about an inch of standing water inside it, <laughs> it um, and so I emptied it out and dried the cache out and um, went back to my car and got a Ziploc bag that I put the very wet logbook back in. Yeah, and uh, it it kind of just hung around for a while. A couple other cashers found it, but enough needs maintenance stuff got posted on it that um, the cash owner finally just archived it. Um, who knows? The next trip out to Neck of Nowhere, I may go try and look for this one and see if the container's still there. Oh yeah, uh, true. You know, every now and then, every now and then. Cash owners just archive their caches and leave their cash trash out there. Yeah, they do. Um, that's for that's for, and, that's for and, that'd be a good good show somewhere someday. Um, so we're gonna oh we're gonna get into um, and we've got a list of these. And when the oh. show notes publish, there's a list of these. Yeah. So before we go on. Here's another one, though. It'd be easy to change the names and put local cashier names in it to get people to come. Yeah, Another absolutely. thing I would might do different, I don't, I don't know. Would you consider that a difficulty four? Um, you you kind of, if, if I remember right when I was doing the puzzle, um, I got to a spot where I was stuck. Um. And I reached out to my brother and I sent him what I had and, yeah. and whatnot. He um, has a, uh, a math degree 
and really, really loves some of these math-based and logic-based puzzles. Um, anytime I have a problem with a really hard Sudoku puzzles, yeah. um, you know, that I put them into an online solver and the online solver tells me that there are multiple, multi possibly multiple solutions to it. Um, I'll send it to him and uh, he'll send it back to me and say, all right, so your answers are either this, this, or this. And he'll send me the three solutions that he'd come up with. And uh, lo and behold, you take the numbers out of them, plug them into the solution checker. And uh, thankfully with one of them that had multiple solutions, he had a, a checker on the page and uh, one of the three solutions that my brother sent me back worked with the checker. So uh, it doesn't always happen. That's, you know, checkers are a good thing. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, this is another one where you could easily change the names in it to be local cashers around your area. Um, especially if you have, a, a you know, some friends that are cashers that may not be real good puzzle cashers. Right. Um, well, I was going to say the other thing I would do to maybe kick it up a notch is make it a longer story because this has just got the bare bones minimum logic stuff in it. Yeah. So add some baloney to it also. You know, like. Oh, yeah. You know, like, just some fluff. Just some fluff. The guy who has zero fines, you know, he couldn't find the floor if he fell out of bed. And, and the guy who doesn't didn't go very far well he he always stops to eat chicken <laughs> at this place or something just drove a red truck and you're like red truck red truck okay i gotta, I gotta make a note of the red truck yeah it never comes up in there never it's not that it'll never come up but you throw it in there just because adds to the confusion well you know it's a puzzle can't always be easy Hmm. And on your Sudoku thing, so this where I know I'm getting off topic on here a little bit, but where they have multiple solutions, sometimes you do have to look at all those solutions. But there's obviously there's only going to be one that fits the checker, but sometimes you can rule the others out pretty quick just because of the the numbers they use. Like you know, you know the well, the first three numbers in the north and the in the west right or the south and east depending on where you may live in the world in the world sure right so um we're gonna let's see swap over to um this one that's called do you think i'm einstein okay um it's gc one m five w eight yeah, I bet you do as a software engineer, Dan. Just, that's like that's de that's daily life for you. My wife <laughs> does database stuff, so yeah, I agree. Exactly. I put in the 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 chat as well. So good. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Yep. Let's see. Five. Making sure I pull up the right one because I got several. Open. Right. So this one's in Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, um, you got you, you have to show that one because I have the answer to this one. Oh, did you? Yeah. Are you a were you a first to solve or oh gosh, no. <laughs> Not even close. Um 
All right. So this one, as you scroll through here and look at this, there, there is no. It's got a checker. That's cool. It, it does, does have a checker. checker. But there's no grid to create. Oh. So what do you do when you stumble across a um, geocache like this where it's a puzzle cache? By looking at it and reading through it, you know that it's a logic puzzle. Right. Right. And so now you have to go back in and create that, um, you know, your your puzzle blocks. Um, so the first thing that you do when you come across one like this, um, let's see what Tom does. Tom, what do you do when you first come across one like this that you you have figured out as a logic puzzle, but it doesn't have the the grid squares already built. So this one I built one. I built in an Excel. Okay. Cool. That's so, so without getting totally into this thing, you know, there's five there's five names in this thing. You got five everything is in fives. So you're definitely gonna use five cells and then and then going down the first column I list the different options you have. So there was names the type of house they live in, the seafood, the drink, and the pets. And then right. it's kind of just like what you had a while ago. You start putting in, like you said, with the it's like a Sudoku. You put in what you know, and then you go back in and second around, time around and fill in what you know now that you've got some stuff filled in. And you just keep doing it over and over until the whole thing's filled in. Yep. Right. And Dan brings up a good point. And this is what we were talking about on the first puzzle where you had hours across the top and you had hours across the going up and down. You have to have a common group in each grid. Right. So right. however you um, go to do this, you got names, houses, seafood, drinks and pets. This one's going to end up being a a much larger grid than um, actually this grid is smaller than the ones you just showed because it's just one, one thing. It it's didn't five, have yeah five like by hour, five, hours right? over here on far right and hours down at, or times down at the bottom. It's just one thing. Oh, okay. One, um, one thing too, when you start to do these is check and see if the, the cash owner has given you, they might have given you some help, and in this case, they did. I'm gonna tell you that this is one of the, this is the hint they give. Uh, make a five by five grid and plug in info as you can. You may need to reread the facts many times to place each one. So, you know, that's, that's a short version of what I just said. <laughs> yeah, but take a look around. Never, you never know. Sometimes cash owners will give you a little bit of a if you're interested in it. You know, if you need it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, definitely look at the hints on the, on these, um, Excel may help, right? That's what Tom said earlier, yeah. right? Yep. Um, yeah. Or plain paper. You can do this on plain paper. Right. Um, he tells you how to, and then eat title, each column name, house, seafood, pet beverage. Right. So he gives you some hints in how to do this. And then as you read the facts, 
you know, you know, right now, Mr. Bordeaux lives in a plantation house. Yeah, getting the grid right may be your trickiest part sometimes. That's true. And that is true. So that's where doing some of these or reviewing the um, the help places that we have um, in in the show notes for how to help that's true. solve. Dan just said that some of the yeah, some of the facts aren't relevant until you start to weed. You got to sift them sift them out to figure out maybe what is relevant. You're right. Yeah. And that's where, um, like both Tom and I were saying, you've got to read through them and then start back at the top and read through them again, because, um, you know, number five, the owner of the houseboat likes to eat crabs. That may not be real relevant to you, you know, until you get to some other, you know, whatever number 14, where it says, you know, Mr. Robin Chalk drinks jungle juice. Jungle juice? What kind of cash page is this? <laughs> Good gravy. Yep. That's what we used to call when we mixed Hawaiian punch with all of the neighbors' parents' oh. spare alcohol and <laughs> threw it all in a little Gatorade cooler with some right. Hawaiian punch and shh. Yeah. Well, trash can punch. You, yeah. your, drink, your drink choices on there are Jack Daniels, hand grenades, hurricanes, jungle juice, and jello shots. Oh, right. good Lord. Does, yeah. Is a jello shot a drink? Does it classify? I mean, it's solid. You got to. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, you yeah. Know, I, I, this is off the, uh, totally off, but I never had jello shots till about two or three years ago. And. Yeah, I don't. I don't see what the big deal was with those. I was not interested. We didn't have them in college when I was in college. We well, had. I had, hadn't invented Jello yet. <laughs> it, uh, we had plenty of trash can punch. Yeah, it is Louisiana. True it is Louisiana. So, um, all right. So we're gonna pull up one that Tom had me fix real quick. Um. This one that we're going to pull up is GC51CVW. Um, it is called Cashers Marathon, and it is by CB Motorcycle and Honey. Um, cool. No, not motorcycle. Master and, Chief. Oh, Master Chief. That's right. That's where the CB comes from. Uh, he'll he'll let me have it at the next. Uh, yeah, you might see him this weekend. I, I might. Um, and if not, I'll see him at challenge. So let me share my screen real quick. Cause he, he likes to come up to me at, at challenge and his wife does too. They're, they're good people. Um, all right. So we have that. The cash is not at the coordinates listed above. We'll scroll up real quick. So replay oh, viewers. It's kind of over in electric water boys, neck of the woods. Oh, it is. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not mentioned in it, but I had to solve it anyway. Of course, um, it's not far. It, it looks like the tree that this thing was hiding in is missing now. Oh, sad face. So you got so you got to wait four or five years for the new one to grow back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in the meantime, uh, he did. He does have the puzzle down here, and. This is fun because if you are a Texas casher, um, 
down in that area of the world or in or even not um you can look at some of these and figure out um jmcz mrs captain picard yeah um, notes coach first sergeant um these are all local cashers to um the area so this yeah. is this is one where the cash owner has kind of made it personal um with the locals um, and put them in one of his puzzle caches to see, I guess, if they could solve it. Um, and so this one doesn't give you the grid squares either. Let's see if he gives you some hints. He gives you no hints. Wow. Well, yeah, no he's hints. He's tough. Um, it's only had 34 correct solutions in the certitude, but that doesn't mean that there have only been 34 finders. Right. Uh, 34 people checked their answers. And there have only been 27 smiley faces. Which is, it was put out in 2014, so it's been out for a while. Yeah. Right. This goes back to that thing that we said at the beginning, right, that some people shy away from these style of puzzles because they're not sure how to start. So, um, yeah, some of the stuff that we shared. And that was, uh, that was a certitude, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a certitude. Yeah, it's a certitude. Yeah, yep. so you got 34, 34 solves and 27 fives, and you're like, okay, why are there, and there's not seven DNFs, so what's the deal? There's people who love to solve these puzzles and just get their name on the certitude list. Yep. Well, that's true. Um, I had a guy solve one of my puzzle caches that I published here recently, um, and I think he was the first person to solve it. Uh, from Denmark. He just, he looked at recently published puzzle caches, picked one, and that was his puzzle cache for the day that um, that he does. So, yeah, kind of cool. cool. Yeah, uh, I like that. So, again, low find count on some of these, but don't let that shy you away from it. Yes. Uh, you know, there's always... Um, tips and tricks and hints on how to solve these. And if you don't know where to start, the show notes at the end is a good place because we've got three real good websites that will help you start learning how to solve some of these. Yes. Um, so you can see in here, um, let's see, the recent cash marathon has just taken place. The judges had to, give up keeping a track of who won the results are missing using the following spectators notes. Can you determine who finished where? Right. So obviously yeah. you've got a number, you've got to go through here and figure out you got a number of cashers and what place that they're going to be in um, one through whatever. So the first thing you got to do out of all of this is figure out how many cashers you have. Yep. Right. So you go through and write all their cash caching names down. Um, Cashman forty eight, MoCat, JMCZ, Tomlin Fam four, um, Tetra Star, Footnotes Coach, Mrs. Captain Picard is in here. Tech sixty five is in here. First Sergeant is in here. So you've got to go through and figure out how many names you have. Right. And then once you start going through that data, you can go back to your your facts 
right? And yep. start reading that from the top down and figure out who finished in first through ninth place, right? I'm a, I'm going to assume that there are nine. Uh, nine, ten. Nine, are there ten? Yeah. So, so it's zero through nine, or is it one through ten? I did it one through ten, but I used ten as zero. Ah, okay. Well, so there okay. you go. Nobody finished zero. They finished first. Well, right. So, um, so there you go. One through ten, and then you got to read through it again and again until you've um, placed them all. So, um, this is a good um, puzzle cache. Um, if you can solve this one. Um, Send, send an email to the email address and, and Tom will, will check your coordinates for it because he has <laughs> solved coordinates for it. There, there's a cash checker right there. So oh, when you right. get this, this, this one's kind of tricky. So you, you, you're going to get the order and then it tells you the coordinates down there with a bunch of X's and you're like, okay, well, what do I do with that? Right. On a certitude. What is the certitude? Highlight underneath all that stuff, under the certitude, or any of all that stuff. Oh, oh, there you go, Mrs. Captain Picard, Tetrastar, JMCZ, Tech sixty five, MoCat, and Footnotes Coach. So there's six six uh, numbers there, right? And you got six digits to fill in up there. So there's your so, clue. So yeah, so that goes back to the um, highlighting of white font on a cache page yep. and reading the um the property the pages source code <laughs> yeah um yeah so that makes a, a world of difference and and he's got that rated as a three and a half man if i had finished this and then be like all right so now what do i do with it yeah, we're not. Oh, yeah. That, that's what made the difficulty go up a hair because it's like, okay, now what? Because I mean, I, I just killed part of his puzzle, but you know, the figure in the order is not all that difficult, right? I mean, the, the facts were pretty. I mean, straight start forward. with the first thing up there. I, I this is another one I did in Excel, but you you already know. And you're zoomed out too far. I can't read that. It says, All right, so you know that MoCat and JMCZ would be ahead of Cashman 48 and Tomlin Family 4 is going to be after. So you put MoCat and JMC at first and Cashman 48 second, Tomlin Family third, and then you go to the next one. And you just keep adding in who... You know, Tetrastar has got to be before footnotes, coats, and mocat. So, right, I'd add them. Tetrastar is first, and and footnotes, coats, and mocat on on the second line. But you just keep. Eventually, you're going to get to where those things start blending, and you know which order to put them in. Right. So, okay. If you can, Charles, take a look at uh, off the wall racing. It's different. I think that's why I think it might be a good one to bring up because instead of, I mean, you still can grid it out, but I like the idea of the racing one because it's more of a, 
I would say story, but it's like a uh, announcer doing a play-by-play, or in this case, a, a race. Yeah, and I see so, that. So what he's doing is you're. It's like a. It's like you're listening to a radio broadcast. Okay. That's kind of. I think that's kind of a cool thing to do if you're a fan of racing, or if you're fan, if you're a fan of say maybe horse racing. Fan of nasty use, Yeah, you can kind of use your. Uh, you know, some of the things that you're, you know, if you love football, you could probably make a logic one with football. I mean, there's, you know, kind of, you kind of take some of these puzzles, think through them and use some of the things that you really enjoy. Cause that's what they want to. Yeah. Uh, audio files is a great idea. Burnt turtles. Um, All right. I've got it pulled up. Let's share this one real quick. It's DC two. T E F and eight. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Crown tab off the raw waste racing. Okay. So it's a difficulty three, terrain one and a half, but it's been archived. So good luck. Yeah. Um, so as you scroll down here, let's see here. Oh, and it's in California. Nobody wants to go to California if you're not already there. Um, all right. So cash is not at the listed coordinates. Read the narrative to get to the final location. And there's a picture of um, a nasty car, NASCAR racing. <laughs> um, so back before I got into geocaching, I used to race stock cars. My last race was one of my most memorable races. It was a warm summer day in September. My car was running well. Um, it was the last race of the season, and there was a big points battle brewing between myself, Jeffrey Northern Waters, and Billy Joe Heading West. So there, there you got three three race cars. Um, the day started off well. I was able to put my off-the-wall racing number 19 Chevy Monte Carlo on the pole for the night's race northern waters in his jeff's garage number 28 ford taurus qualified in the 14th spot and heading west in the giants heating and air number 40 dodge charger would start the race in 15th spot when the green flag flew it was a tight battle i led for the first 15 laps of the 50 lap event while waters and west battled it out behind me on lap 16, Northern Waters had made it to second place and was mounting a charge for the lead. I knew I needed to win if I had hopes of winning the championship. Lap after lap, we battled for the lead. Jeffrey was on the outside and I was on the inside. We seemed to be glued to one another. Um, so it goes on and on through this puzzle. I kind of like this one. Yeah, uh, and, he, and he, he explains about the finishing points too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Yeah. Our racing organization gave you know, out points. I know for, a couple guys in Tatum. <laughs> yeah. So he makes, he does a kind of a, an interesting thing with this. He says, define the coordinates to this cache, combine the car number, finishing spot, and total points earned that night. So kind of a cool idea to 
basically take the dialogue and you've got to sift through, okay, what was the car number? What, when, where did they finish? And then based on that finishing spot, then you want to get the total points that they earned. And he gives you the, he gives you the, the point, point totals for that. So, right. And he does have a checker for this one. Yeah. Um, so even though that the cache is archived, and these are the these are some of the fun puzzles to look for. Even though that the cache is archived, it still has a checker, and the checker more than likely still works as long as you can finish, as long as you can figure out the puzzle. Right. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say. I guess we can scroll down here. Um, it's using geo geo checker. In case you're wondering. Yeah. It was last found in 2013. Geo Checker said that I was in the right area. Hint directed me. Uh, yeah. So it's got two DNFs, a couple of right notes, and then this guy who couldn't find it and didn't get no response from the CO. Yeah, finally got archived. Yeah. With 1,800 finds, uh, put a needs archived on it. And then the reviewer temporarily disabled it the exact same day. Uh, oh, how about that? That was this man. I, I mean, as much as people give reviewers a bad name, this reviewer was on it. Man, he gave him thirty days from the temporary disable notice, <laughs> and it was he was like, "No, thirty it, days archive done." done. It'd been um, a while, but but like you said, the checker might still probably the still, still gonna work. Yeah, still I gonna work. Um, I brought up the checker page just now, so the checker page still brings you to a valid. Geochecker yeah. on geochecker.com. So, uh, you know, still solve it. And that, yeah. again, it's kind of a cool idea to, to do it a little bit differently. No, a pair of guys in Tatum, I'm going to send that too because they <laughs> race cars. Oh, he'll, yeah. See, that's a combining things. Well, I like the idea of doing a horse race and an audio file because horse racing announcers, those guys yeah. are crazy. That'd be fun. Make up some goofy horse names and. Oh, absolutely. You know. Have fun with it. Yeah. I did. I, mean, the, I did the one you found, uh, Tom, with the, with an audio file. You can put it out on, you know, there's ways to do that that are. You know, it's probably I archive that one, but I think the audio file is still out there. I mean, you could still goof around with it and find it, and or at least check the coordinates and all that stuff. So. Or even better, do a YouTube video of it. Yeah, so you be the announcer like you're watching the race, and yeah. just get dramatic, and that'd be fun. Yeah, those are good ideas. So. I guess at this point we can sit there and kind of shift gears a little bit. Logic puzzles are, uh, are not just limited to the puzzle cache icon type. Right. There are other ways that you can have a logic puzzle in geocaching that do not involve the question mark puzzle unknown type cache category. Um, perish the thought. <laughs> yes. You Are can. you going to say somebody took a logic puzzle and made it into a multi or something like that? 
Something like that. Yeah, something something like that. So, hey. or is, oh, no, no, no. I know where he's going now. We stretched the boundaries on Puzzle Talk. We're not just the question mark. That's right. Although the question mark is important. It is. So <laughs> let me share this. This is one of my caches. Um, is this the Y mark? This is the what the heck? This is the where we go. Where I go. That's right. The where we go. Here um, we go. Here we go. So this is one that I have in Wyoming. Um, this is probably one of the most well-known um, logic puzzles that everybody should be aware of. Um, it's a children's riddle, the chicken, the fox, and the grain. Right. And so you have, um, you know, depending on the, the storyline of it, you come to a river crossing, you have a chicken, a fox, and a grain, and there is a rowboat there, but there's only enough room in the rowboat for you and one of the items, right? And if you leave the chicken with the fox, the fox will eat the chicken. And if you leave the chicken with the grain, the chicken will eat the grain. So you have to navigate all three items across the river without leaving one with the other, right? Yep. And so um, this is a where I go, um, which segues very nicely into our breaking news that we had the other day. Exactly. About the new, I don't know, this probably isn't going to work. There, yeah. The new where I go app that's right there. It's yep. blurry as all get out. No, it looks good. You're good. Um, so the new Where I Go app that came out that is by Groundspeak for iOS devices. If oh, you have an iOS device, please go download the new Where I Go app. That at least shows Groundspeak how many downloads it has. Yeah. And get more money from um, HQ dedicated to Where I Goes. All right. So. Back and to, it is so much easier than the old one, old it, it, app. It really is. It's a phenomenal app, and I'm glad to see it come out. Um, and this ties right into that. But you have to, in my um, cartridge, it tells you right here, um, at the given location, you will find a bridge with a walking path on the south side of it. On the east side of the bridge, you'll find a fox, a chicken, and some grain. Your chore is to transport all three across to the west side of the bridge. However, you can only carry one item at a time. Leave the fox alone with the chicken unsupervised, and the fox will eat the chicken and you will lose. Likewise, leave the chicken alone with the grain, and the chicken will eat the grain and you will lose. Fortunately for you, losing just means that you have to quit the cartridge and start the game over again. Best of luck. Um, and then it tells you here, that the cartridge has been field tested on several devices that I own um, that are where I go compatible. Um, and then up here, I give you um, a link to the where I go. Um, this is a link that takes you to the geocaching forms where I have a deal that tells you Groundspeak wouldn't let me tell you that it was uh, that I tested it on a iPhone this and a Garmin this and a Android this. So what they did say is that I could make a link to the Groundspeak forms that told you all of this. So um, 
I made a link to the Groundspeak forms and, uh, you know, right here, this link to the GC forms might also be of some help if you're wanting to complete this cartridge from your smartphone. Um, so there's some additional information that I put in there. Um, but in this one's only been found 19 times um, and one DNF, which is funny because the person who DNF'd it has like 60,000 finds. <laughs> um, so then I, he reached out to me and said, hey, I couldn't find this. And I said, all right, well, you're in the right spot. Just keep looking. It's there. Um, and then he came back a couple of weeks later and found it. So um, it was all good. Um, but you have to go back and forth across this bridge, across the Bighorn River in north central Wyoming. Um, and, the cool and, thing uh, is, can, how, how far is that bridge? The app does download pretty easily, though, which is cool. So, yeah. Um, that's the nice and, part. It, it's it's quick and easy now. You don't have to go through a whole rigmarole to get a get a cartridge downloaded. To get from the one zone to the other on this one um, is about a hundred yard walk across the bridge. Okay. Okay. So you don't have to pack a lunch. No. Um, and and in fact, the the you nine favorite points. The final for this one is within within a hundred yards of the bridge, in the opposite direction. Um, so. Um, I have that one um, in uh, Wyoming. I actually pulled three of these um, where I go chicken, fox, and grain yep. um, ones. This one is my chicken, fox, and the grain where I go that is in Montrose, Colorado. And I took the exact same um, – <laughs> And just move the squares to Colorado. It gives you, it even looks the same. There's a reason for that. Um, and this one's been found 16 times and one DNF. Um, <laughs> yeah, this one, um, you bring my bike, <laughs> Dan says. <laughs> well, this one, you park, you walk down this nice, brand new paved bike trail to oh. a, a short bridge that's probably 25 yards wide that goes across the uh, Uncompagre River. Um, and you go back and forth. And then um, I'm not going to, oh, just finding our, that's a good. He's I, asking I, if you did use the Ranger Fox or did you use the Year We Go or. Um, I use the Year We Go. I like the Year We Go best. That's me. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Um, I straight up pirated this cartridge um yeah it's fine from somebody else um and and i give him credit in this because he is the third where i go puzzle that um i listed down here so i figured if i'm gonna show my three i might want to show the one um, that i got it from right uh, the chicken the fox and the grain just outside of houston texas done by houston control um, I liked it. This one has 63 favorites. It was close to GeoCoin Fest. Right. Down yep. there that was down. Yep. It was in Houston here. Um, area. And so everybody who wanted to go and get 12 or 13 icons in a day. Mm -hmm. Yep. This was the closest where I go cash to them. Oh, cool. 
And so it got a lot of fines and a lot of favorite points that weekend. Sure. Um, we'll scroll down 138 fines. So Very this cool. one definitely has more fines than any of the other logic puzzles we've looked at. Um, but his is the same way. It's a little bridge that goes across a canal down there outside of Houston. Um, Abe says he has one near him found 50 times. So popular, you know, that might be a good one if you're interested in doing one like that because. Yeah. And I sent this code to see my shell. Yep. In Sydney, Australia. And oh, yeah. he created a chicken, fox and grain where I go in Sydney. So if you're down in Oz and uh, you, uh -huh. you get over Darren, if you get over towards Sydney, yep. uh, there is one of these that is created by C. Michelle um, and that is um, down near, uh, it's on a bridge that goes across the, the freeway system there on a walking bridge. Um, but same, same concept. Yeah. Okay. And man, still not hateful. He didn't do it something like the Golden Gate Bridge or something. Uh, that bridge is much larger than any. I think it goes across um, like five lanes or six lanes in each direction. Um, and so it's a, when you look at it on the satellite map, it is a massive bridge that goes across. It'd be like trying to get, do a walking bridge across like Interstate 20 at the Interstate 30 junction. Oh, yeah. Right? Like it is, it is a walking bridge, but it is a walking bridge that five lanes, couple rails, couple rail lines. Yeah, I think it's got five lanes in in yep. each direction, and then you like can walk it. You know, oh yeah, you can walk it. You know, but it's Darren it's you might need to copy that one near him. So, uh, Darren, I can uh, I can send you the year we go um, file if you want. Um, just send me an email and uh, I'll send that. Send me an email to Puzzle Talk Podcast. And that goes for anybody. If anybody wants the code, yeah, I, because I didn't write it. Um, I don't know if Houston Control wrote it, but it's for the year we go um, yeah, platform. Writer. Yep. And I'll send it to you, download the year we go, um, and and I'll, I'll send you the code. And then, because I did that with C My Shell, I'll just send it to you you can go in and build it for um, what you need to do there. Yeah. You could put in, you could make the diff, you can make the terrain a little bit tricky. Yeah, absolutely. Put it out there on a, you know, on a, on a lake kayak a, time is Memphis mafia saying. Yeah. So um, have a lot of fun with that. I, I was saying, if you want to be real hateful, <laughs> put it on a Texas, Mexico border. Ooh, hang on now. <laughs> How long does it take you to cross the border now? <laughs> it's just getting through security is the yeah. nightmare. Hey, I'm, I'm uh, afraid the chicken would die and then waiting for you to get <laughs> to get the uh, per permits the, to get across. You'd leave the chicken on the other side and somebody'd eat him. He would eat him. Somebody yeah. would. So, but if somebody wants one, um, I, absolutely, I'll send you the code for it, um, and then you can go in and create it however you would like, wherever you're at. So then that gives you a logic puzzle Yep. in a where I go. There you go. Um, Perfect. 
So, so don't <laughs> think that, <laughs> yeah. So don't think that you're just limited to question mark styles when you do some of these logic puzzles. Um, there are. You do. Do you, have, do you have to declare that chicken when you cross? You probably have to. Dec- they'd probably be more worried about the agricultural. The grain. Product, the- I, you know, as many times as I have come back from Mexico, they didn't worry about the taco that I was eating. Right. But they were worried about the bananas and the mangoes in the back seat. Yeah. You know? So I, the grain probably would get looked at um, a little stricter than the chicken <laughs> or the fox would. We had that problem going to California. They were like uh, checking produce. It's like, well, yeah. I can understand that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've, I see a bunch of people when we lived in Wyoming would go to Yellowstone, they would get stopped for certified weed free hay. And if, <laughs> if their hay going through the national park was oh, not certified free, um, then they'd make the ranchers offload it. They couldn't go through Yellowstone with it. And they had a giant pile, you know, at the it, it, each gate of Yellowstone coming in where people had hay yeah. or alpha that was not certified weed free and the park rangers wouldn't let them take it through yeah well invasive species you don't sometimes want i mean they're right. the, yeah. so, you, so you dump it outside the park and the wind blows all the invasive stuff into the park it's like <laughs> oh no trust me they had local ranchers on speed dial for that stuff they'd probably burn it up yeah. and not let you they'd probably show up with a trailer before you got it all unloaded um, or you just had to turn around and go back the other direction. You couldn't take the shortcut right. through, Yellow, through Yellowstone. Right. Um, it'd probably take you just as long, even though it was probably much shorter, but 10 miles an hour through Yellowstone this summertime with a trailer. Oh, <laughs> oh. No. yeah. So, Hey, we've got a list of these logic puzzles that are going to be in the show notes. Yep. Check them, check them out. Um, yep. find one that you can adapt for your local, um, caching area, make a new puzzle cache and put it out there. Um, if you want to put a new puzzle cache where I go out, send an email to our email, um, puzzle talk at gmail.com puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com. And I'll send you the file for the year we go builder. Um, and then yep. you can put a, Logic puzzle where I go out. Love it. Well, I think we're at a wrapping point. Tom, you have a, uh, you want a final thought on this? I know you've, you've probably done a lot of these. I've done a few of them, but there's a bunch on that list. I'm going to go and do because I hadn't seen them. Yep. Very cool. And these are very easy to adapt. Yeah, they are. And you, and you gave me ideas and stuff to create tonight, so that's going to be fun. Cool. There's going to be a plethora of new puzzle caches. Yeah. Well, like the horse racing thing, like I said, do do a video of that. And I yeah. live about a mile from a horse track. That's so. true. You, you do. Yeah. Yep. Mert Turtle says, thanks for the help, boys. Thank you so much. All right. And we're wrapped up. We'll see everybody next Tuesday. Well, we'll see you Sunday, hopefully, but also Tuesday. That's right. (laughs) So here we go. Yeah, I'll be around Sunday. Thanks, guys. 